ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! going on say aloud podcast it is once again your host boogie the beast thank you so much for tuning in on say it loud podcast available on itunes soundcloud and i'm sure you guys have figured out some other way to get it now whether you're driving to work driving back from work meal prepping cooking chilling with your moms chilling after church doing something basically i just want to say i appreciate it um i'm super excited for this episode uh i'm so excited actually that i broke one of my own rules saying that i would never do an over the phone interview But because I want to get it done so fast and I want to make sure to get this man on time for what he's got going on, I want to introduce you guys to one of my good friends. So let me go ahead and break this intro down for you. Born in Indianapolis, Indiana, he graduated from Indiana University with a health administration degree in 2015. He's an educated black man. And he's a part of the Zeta Road chapter of no other than the Alpha Phi Alpha Incorporated, the man, the myth, the legend. Mr. Frank Ocean's stunt double, my man, Dana Dane. Dana Dane. <laughs> my man, what's good? My guy, Boogie. My man, my man. We on, bro. Shout out to AT&T for the LTE connection, bro. How you doing tonight? Man, I'm good, man. I'm blessed up. I feel amazing. How you doing? I'm, I'm blessed, man. I'm happy. I'm laying down, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm getting this interview popping. Like I said, he's over the phone. So, you know what I'm saying? I had to get this done. I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying? Making a little little block in your day for me. I know it's busy weekend up ahead. You got a big weekend premiere. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, but we're going to get in we're going to get into it and I'm going to keep you on your little schedule. All right. So one of the biggest things is, like I said in the introduction, um, you know, you come from Indianapolis, Indiana, um, from a few of the guys that we know, um, you know, Romizi and a few other guys I've met. You guys call Indiana the set. Uh, what is what does that really mean um, You when you guys say we're from the set? Man, that's funny you bring that up. That's really just something that like just my close knit of friends from there call each other. It's not like a thing you call Indianapolis, but like. Uh, like I said, that's just something like you say, uh, these are my bros, whatever we just say, it's just set. I mean, that's really just some, some stuff obviously adapted from, or adopted rather from, you know, the coast. So. Okay. 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 Um, so be breaking off of that then, what, what was the community like growing up in the Midwest with snow mm. and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Moving from, you know, Indiana to San Diego and then to Phoenix basically. Well, yeah. So like for me. I've always been like back and forth between the coasts. Like, um, like most of my mom's family is from like the Midwest area, and then like my pops is from Los Angeles. So like, shout out to dad, of- LA. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And um, most of his family like from the West Coast, like pretty much scattered up all up and down the coast uh, from Oakland to Dago. So like that's where most of my family is. Um, and then my mom, they have some family out in Arizona, uh, but they eventually moved away. Uh, so, yeah. And I will tell you, in the Midwest, though, um, 
the weather, uh, you get like all the seasons in one week. That's like that's crazy. That's really, that's really what it is. Like, My man was wearing Tim's with some swim trunks. Hey, right, right, <laughs> like for real, you would really see that combination out there. Like legit, just winter coat with some like flip flops or something. That's crazy. So I mean, and then like we said, you so you you spent predominantly a lot of your time growing up in Indiana then versus uh, L.A. or yeah, yeah, back so, and like, forth. Yeah, so like most of the time, I would just come to Cali for like summers and stuff like that. Okay, or whatever. Um, but yeah, like most of my time, I was like in the Midwest. Okay, so uh, when you picked Indiana University, like how was your college experience? Would you say going to a place yeah, like yeah. IU? Yeah, so actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna correct you. I actually went to Indiana State. Oh, plot twist, my man. Uh, God damn, and I call yeah, him my I friend. To, I went to Indiana State. Uh, IU, Indiana University, that was like probably like an hour away, like 60 miles away, whatever. Oh, I'm but, tripping. Uh, Indiana State is in Terre Haute, Indiana. Um, it, was, it was cool. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't um, like bad or anything. I was honestly there to get an education. That's really what I was uh, focused on. College for me was, um, it was really something that just elevated me out of my a situation that I was already in. Mm. That's something like that's like one of the the sentiments that I'll express. Uh, but we'll talk about that later, just through my art. Okay. So like, um, yeah, like college. I, I feel like it was, it was dope. I definitely learned a lot of stuff. I learned a lot about myself. Um, I was able to to grow and really mature. Um, obviously, like you announced earlier, I am the alpha. Uh, shout out to ZPDC. Shout out to the guys over there. Hey, what was your line name, man? What was your line name? So, so the crazy thing about my chapter is we don't do line names. Okay. So, yeah, that's just something with my chapter. Um, but I will tell you, I was the Trey on my line, so I was a shout out to the Trey Club. <laughs> you funny man. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious, but uh, yeah, it was really a, uh, it was really an experience. I'll tell you that. Um, uh, I I don't know. I don't even know what else to say about college. Like I okay. do a lot of different phases in there. So what uh what made you pick the major that you chose? Man, so initially I wanted to go to. I had like man, I just had big vision for myself. Like a big vision. Like I wanted to. Um, obviously, you want to make money. Like you want to be right. And my family on my mom's side. Mostly, they really, you know, they push a lot of education, which is, you know, really good. And, man, I was just focused on being a dentist at first. I don't know why I wanted to be one. I think I saw, like, a, um, like we had a, a family friend that was a dentist, like, before, like, a, a while ago. And, like, I went to their office, and I saw how they, you know, operated and how they were ahead of things. I think that was, like, and you fell in ever. love. Yeah, that was like something that really motivated me. And I'm like, yeah, black man, get money. I like that. I like that for real. So it was something I, uh, I aspired, you know, to look into. And I did that. And then I figured out that, you know, science, me and science, yeah. <laughs> so I, I just really, um, that wasn't my strong point. I was, I was okay at, you know, math and stuff like that. But just science, man, it takes a lot of time. I feel um, it, bro. I listen, I. <laughs> I understand. Don't worry. Um, so going going from the college experience uh, from all that and then, you know, getting the degree, 
what was it like when living from, you know, like you kind of touched on it, but what was your first initial, like, I'm moving to the West Coast, like officially moving to the West Coast? Because you started in San Diego with me and then you left me, you left me cold and dry, but it's cool. But what was it like, you know, like the first time you actually moved, you know what I'm saying, as an adult that you think was like the weirdest culture shock or kind of like, damn, this is crazy. Yeah, uh, I don't think um, I don't think it was really a culture shock because, like I said, like I, I've already I already know like the coast like really like I feel like I know it pretty well. I would say that just being out here all the time. But um, I think the biggest thing was like the journey, like mm-hmm. actually drive because I like drove out here. Shout Hell out to no, my guy Robizi, my guy. That's like one of my my realest friends right there. Flew all the way back. And just to like drive with me, that's like the realest. Like, how long was that drive? Um, so from Indianapolis to uh, Dago, it comes up as like thirty hours, like twenty nine hours, right? <laughs> we actually drove to uh, this was this uh, what the trip was like. So we drove from Indianapolis. We drove all the way to Oklahoma. I think it was uh, Tulsa, and we stopped. We took the the southern route. So. Um, we stopped in Tulsa, then we went to, where did we go? We stopped there, and then we came to Phoenix. So it was like 12 hours first day, 14 hours next day, and then I chilled in Phoenix for a couple of days, and then I just went to Dago, which was like four hours or something. So it wasn't it wasn't that bad of a drive, but the journey was like serious. Like I bet. Real drive. So it wasn't oh, that I would never do it again. I don't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, but even when you got out to San Diego, like, you were driving, like, an hour and a half to work every day, weren't you? Man, so, like, <laughs> let me tell you. So, it's, it's a really a lot of trade-offs about being on the coast, especially if you work in. A lot of people, man, don't understand that traffic and them commutes. <laughs> no, sir. No. Uh, it's a lot different. I don't recommend that either. Thank God it was for a, a, a short period of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so speaking of that short period of time, what made you like, what was the final straw for you to be like, you know what? I know I came out to San Diego to live. I'm just going to move to Phoenix. What 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 was the, the final decision or final straw that made you want to move to Phoenix? And yeah, once so again, I, just left me out cool and dry by myself. Not at all, man. So like I always thought Phoenix was like a really cool place. It was dope. It's really, um, it's really like some somewhere you can say that's like comparable to Indianapolis as far as like the pace. There's a lot more people out here, obviously, but um, it's not really like too crazy like L.A. or like San Diego or whatever. But there's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, what really, I, I thought it was, I thought it was cool, just a cool place to to live. I wouldn't say I would live in Phoenix forever. Um, I just think it's a a cool place to grow and keep developing it's not too far from los angeles it's not too far from my pops which is in the san diego area um it's only one flight away from indianapolis so i can go back and see my moms um that's really it it's just a nice center point yeah it's a it's a center point and uh it's a good city like it's a great city cities out here but you know Phoenix oh, yeah, is a great city. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> shout out to you. Hometown. I, I feel it though. How long did it take you? To, how long did it take you to get used to the heat though? Um, 
Man, I'll tell you, I was good. Like, cause I'm, I actually came out here in the summer. So it was like already like 120 as soon as I came out here and I was good. Plus, like I said, I already had family that stayed out here for a little bit. Right. So I would be out here in the summer sometime too. I already knew what the dry heat was like. A uh, lot better than hum- uh, humidity, so. I respect yeah. it. Okay, okay. What's going on, Say Loud family? Once again, I thank you so much for tuning in to the Say Loud podcast as we get on to another episode with one of my friends, Dana. I can't believe I call him a friend after I messed up his college, but once again, Indiana State, not Indiana. I was thinking of Victor Oladipo. But nonetheless, I just wanted to say thank you so much for continuing to grow this podcast, getting the views up, getting the subscribers up, just getting it out there and just bringing me more people to interview um, as we continue to touch on my man Dana's life. Let's get back to the episode. All right, my man Dana, once again, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and say it loud. Uh, We're going to get into the best part or the most important part and the reason why I broke one of my own laws of not doing it over the phone. It was to talk about a um, life change for my man Dana, and I, I want him to talk about it a little bit more. So, Dana, a little after you moved to Phoenix, um, you know, you got a job out there and then, um, you know, with, with uh, Romizi. Um, working at a, a corporation and then, you know, corporate America, you just got tired of it and you quit or you put in your two weeks, however you did that, um, to pursue a different path. Do you care to share exactly what that path was? Yo, again, that is no, no. I actually, um, did not quit. I still work there. No, he quit. So, <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, I, I'm still a dream chaser for sure. I will say that, um, like, I'm into music. I've always been into music. I really was a poet from, like, 13 until, like, forever. Ah. Like, that, was the, that was the, you know, that was my first initial passion. I think it was uh, a stress reliever. It was a way for me to vent. Um, like, just growing up, I went through, like, a lot of different stuff growing up. And, um, like, that was just my outlet. And that's an outlet for any, you know, a lot of people. A lot of people write, they read, they do whatever. Whatever, you know, re- relieves your stress. But um, I was a person that really just kept a lot of my stuff to myself. Um, I really knew I had a passion for it, like, around seventh grade. I remember we had, like, a class where we were, like, focused on poetry in particular. And I remember I was just, like, everything was just coming to me so easily. Dead poets. But yeah, I was I was just never open with uh, with a lot of people because a lot of my stuff was like really um, personal. I remember uh, I got a book. It was like a Tupac book, and it had like his poems and stuff in there. And that was like somebody who like inspired me a lot too. That's Shout out really to Pac. Listening to like I listen to rap music. Like I got in trouble for listening to rap music when I was like at elementary school. But like <laughs> just getting older, that's when I was like more conscious of like what they were talking about and like really understand it like some of the stuff I was going through and making those connections um but yeah music that's where I'm at and uh, I'm still like I believe in myself 100% like um just from Indianapolis like growing up there like a lot of people um I would say Indianapolis doesn't really have a a a designated sound like nobody there you you can't really name any major artists that came from indianapolis but you can i mean as a state as a whole i'll give you come on man we got the hottest the hottest uh star like you don't ever heard of who the weekend he's from canada come on man drake he's from who do they say the weekend sounds like who do they try to i i couldn't even tell you bro 
Come on, man. Don't Mike say Jack. Michael. You Mike saying Jack. Prince? Prince? Oh, Mike Jack. That's another. That's another. Another great person from the Midwest. So we can we can say that too. But no, Mike Jack, man. Mike Jack. Um, there's a lot of yeah. Just to just to go in on the on the sound in Indianapolis, man. It's a lot of dope artists. I think so. It's a lot of good people. Um, it's just like man, the support there. You just gotta. People gotta be more supportive. I feel that's it. What, that's what you know. That's what I plan to do with what I got. Okay, so being a dream chaser and uh, not quitting your job. So once again, I'm all messed up. I'm gonna go ahead and get my sixty push-ups out of the way later. Um, you know why? Why music? Um, you know, like when you said poetry, why not? You know, just stick to doing open mic nights and kind of just you know doing small things. Maybe write a book. Why, why music and why would you, why do you turn to rap or, um, you know, the genre that you're pursuing? Man, cause you touch the people, man. That's the, that's the quickest way to get to the youth, like through the music. And it's, um, it's just something that is really stress relieving to me. I, I feel like, um, like with poetry, I still write it. I, I still do it here and there, but lately I've just been focused on, creating vibes like you can really feel the energy that you provide to other people and um i don't know have you ever been to like a concert you ever yeah you ever like, yeah of course so like you've been to a weekend concert so you know front row <laughs> <laughs> i was not going nowhere else come on man you're in the front row with tears in your eyes <laughs> come on man what's up <laughs> no but for real you you know how like weekend like he controlled like he's he's seeing like women crying like i saw oh, men no, crying like, women crying artists, like artists really we like that we're the voice of the people like the expression like right. a lot of people cannot express themselves like that that is a true problem like you know it's, people talk about like mental health and all that like there's a lot of people that are just angry that cannot even express why they're angry or like what they're going through and that's what like that's what I do through my music. I'm expressing like what's going on. You know what I mean? Okay. Do you think that it's hard to be an expressive rapper or a conscious rapper or even have a message with so much hype, you know, kind of trap music or dance music? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's going around like the one and dones or like the, the small venue tour. And that's really it after that. Then they go back home, you know, rappers out right now. Right. Um, for me, it's not, man. I think uh, you just stay true to yourself, and at the end of the day, you gotta find that balance. You gotta find, um, you gotta find what you, where you fit in. You find your niche in the game. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just like the lane. Anybody's lane can be wide open at any second. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of like artists that are really like popping right now that are like new artists that are like talking about something. You know what I mean? Right. So. Where that do you, lane is, to me, that lane is wide open for me. Right. What uh, When you say your lane, what, what do you think? I mean, I don't want you to give all your secrets away, but what kind of lane are you trying to make? Uh, for me, I'm trying to keep the, the storytelling going. I, I am a storyteller. I definitely believe in like um, painting a picture and really speaking on something that is real something for people to resonate with, uh, men and women, man, and anybody. Uh, you know, I speak on stuff that everybody is going through. I feel like, um, I feel like that, that's what's missing. Honestly, like, 
not too many people. I mean, we can we can name the the top conscious rappers right now, or the you know the 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 Drakes. Like obviously, he resonates. He really has a, a following with women because they resonate with what he's saying. Like Must he, be he's nice. on fire with that. You know what I mean? Man, I'm still trying to that, learn it. That lane, that that's Drake's lane. Like he created his own thing, right? Um, so like for me, it's really just to connect with all people on many different levels. I may give you something to, to party to, something to vibe with, something to really uh, think about. You know what I mean? Like, it's just different different things I can touch on, different emotions. Okay. So, going off of that, um, you know, going into it, uh, I heard you got a, a project coming out. Absolutely. 25th Hour. This is, this is the funniest thing ever. I've been thinking about dropping this for, not even dropping, just like, um, just an idea in my mind, you know what I mean? Like, um, I'm sure you listen to like Les Brown, you heard of him, motivational speaker, just people. I think you put me on, yeah, you put me on him. So like, just different people, you know, it's that one idea or those ideas that you have in your mind that could really change your life. And that's always been just an idea that has stuck with me. And really the, the whole concept behind the project, by the way, it's dropping five eighteen eighteen. It'll be out on May or in May eighteenth on SoundCloud. Uh, I will tell you the concept behind it. I mean, it can have a few different meanings, but yeah, break down the really, story for us. Yeah, the the concept really is it's an EP, so I, it's a couple songs. It shows you know my different versatility through the songs. Um, I definitely am storytelling on there. Um, one thing I will say is that it really um, it like paints the pictures of different emotions I've had through like my 25 years of life. Like, and it's not like at one set time, it's like through different periods. So it kind of gives you like one story could be like from when I was younger until I was in college or another story is like an emotion, how I'm feeling about somebody else or like shoot your shot. Um, yeah, it could, it could be that you just never know what you're going to get. Definitely check the project out, but I'll tell you, um, it, it was very fun. Like creating, it was, um, I felt fulfilled when I was creating. So I thought that was, I thought that was interesting. What- it drives me. Were these songs that you created or the, you know, the lyrics for it, were these created before or do you think a little bit was influenced with the move to Phoenix and working with uh, artists and producers out there or? Mm, nah, absolutely not. So my, uh, I write all the time, man. I got notebooks full of stuff, just different ideas. Like um, all this was like written um, anywhere between three years ago, three, four years ago, maybe Mm. until now. So like, um, I dropped a song in November. That's actually on there. It's called Midwest monster. Midwest monster. (laughs) If you haven't heard it, you'll hear it on the project. Uh, that's actually one of my favorite songs I, I dropped in. Um, that was really a fun song to make really just like, I got to be conscious, but at the same time, it was like, it was kind of, it's really just kind of like a vibing beat, like you just vibing to it. Kind of upbeat, I'll say. Um, I wrote that, 
I, I did write that while I was out in Phoenix. Um, but a lot of the ideas, maybe some of the, the lines and stuff did come before that. Like I have mm-hmm. um, like just lines written out that aren't really a part of anything. They're just ideas. And there was definitely some that were written out already. Okay. When you, uh, when people, when this comes out on uh, May 18th, 2018, uh, just to plug that one more time, May 18th, 2018. But, uh, when people listen to this, what, what do you want them to hear the most out of it or understand more about your story? Like, what, do you, what are you trying to reveal in this short little sample that we get? Man, so for the people that actually know me, I will tell you, uh, I'm really like, I'm really known for being like hella laid back, hella chill. Um, the Frank Ocean, bro, the Midwest. <laughs> hella chill, man. I'm, I'm really observant, man. Both of my parents are really um, just kind of chill in the cut type people. And they really observe everything. Um, I want people to just resonate with what I'm saying. Not everybody will resonate with every story you tell, but they will understand. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and that's what I want. I want people to hear hear the talent, hear the effort that I put into it. And, um, yeah, man, just create awareness. Continue to build. Continue to grow. It's always more on the way. But, um I'm just letting you know, like, I'm confident in myself and my ability to to do music. And this is just the beginning for me. Like, that's all I can tell you. Mm. And I want people to to remember that. Remember, I said that. Remember it. On Say It Loud. I'm telling y'all, I told him before this started, I needed to get this one in before he starts going on all these big interviews. And then it's going to be a, let me see if we can get you in. You know what I'm saying? You, you always got to get the artists while they're while they're young, you know. Come on, man! My, I told I know my man Boogie is like the Breakfast Club. <laughs> we'll be on there every time, every request. Man, that's yeah. love. That's love. Uh, so you know, after this project's dropped, um, you know, and everything's going forward, all positive vibes. You know, um, what, what's what's next? What's the goal for once it drops? Are you you know just gonna write it off? You want to do a video? You gonna start uh, doing man, a little come tour? On, come on, man! You know, like you know, I, I, all I can tell you is there are visuals coming. Oh uh, man, we are, you know, we, we we are painting the picture. That's all I can tell you. I am working uh, right now uh, to get some visuals going. My man's got and a whole concept. Uh, yeah, once they once they are completed, they will be released into the into the universe for the people. Um, I think. I think this is this is gonna be like a great turnout just for a first project for me. Um, like I said, I'm I'm really known for just being hella like chill, reserved type person. But when people people actually like gravitate toward me when I open up, so like I, I've noticed that. And, Frank uh, Ocean of the Midwest. Come on, man! It's the it's the monster. I'm telling you, it's the funniest thing to say. But uh, yeah. Just gotta be confident with man. So next project comes out, just just future thinking. Um, they don't have to be uh super famous or not, but you get three features on a full album, man. Who who you putting on there? You only get three features, bro. Damn, damn. Hold on, like they, they have to be from a certain place or no? What? Not at all. You, I mean, they could be they could be super well known. They could be people you just rock with. Damn, come on, man. You only get three uh, features, bro. That's funny. Uh. Sheesh. Yeah. I'm putting you on the hey, spot. Johnny on the spot. 
we can pick, man. Can I do like two for one? Can I do that? Are they a group? It's two. It's come on, man. It's two legends, man. I gotta have two for one. All right, go ahead. Let me hear it. All right, let me get that. Can it, is it dead or alive or what? Well, we'll go alive since you you need okay. them on the on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get let me get Jay or Nas. Let me get Jay or Nas. Okay. On the album, and I'm stamped. I already know that. Um, that's can I? That's two for one. Well, well, I'll give you that. I'll, they'll they'll be on a, a storytelling. Okay, bet that one. I'm gonna need a, a turned up track though. I need a lit track. Let me uh let me go back to the Midwest, man. I'm gonna show love. I gotta say, Cuddy. Cuddy okay. Is one of my favorite artists. Shout out Scott. Touch the earth, Scott Muscuddy. Ooh. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me see who else. And then, and Cuddy will be for the hook. I need uh Damn. Three man. Three. That's tough. That's real tough. I think uh, somebody that would really, really uh, like help with the. With the growth in the Midwest, I, I gotta say, yeah, Lee. Okay. Have you heard of him? No, sir. No, I haven't. But hey, I hope he hears this, and I hope from, you know. Uh, he from somewhere in Indiana. Okay. Uh, but he out in L.A. You should check him out. I will. I, I you know, what I'm saying, hey, once, once Dana tells me right something, now. I go and listen. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but yeah, okay, that's a nice little solid album. Man, that's like that's like. Three very different artists. Though. I'm letting you know that I had to go like everywhere because you only gave me three options. That is awful. Uh, man, hey man, you can't have a full album. <laughs> <laughs> nah, hey no. man, the budget's only so big. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's right. Hove is fifty thousand a feature. Hey, come on, man. Probably more than that. Jesus, let me not downplay him. Let me not downplay yeah, Hove. Yeah, you know it's, you know it's more. It's definitely. Right, like, <laughs> you might have a homie hookup for 100k bro but hey you know what i'm saying you're gonna get it man come on you know you need that that 1k that 100k <laughs> blue might blue might drink 100k worth of milk a year bro she might we got to uh unfortunately we're gonna have to go to nas then i respect no, it bro God. no shot no shot to nas because not i was actually a nas fan way before jay-z so i respect it okay that's okay. my guy all right what's going on say loud family yes if you are listening to this it is obviously past the drop the release of my man dana's album but because like i said in the salute to service i had things going on i wanted to take care of and just refocus and get everything done and ready but nonetheless it is out make sure you guys are going to soundcloud make sure you guys are on itunes make sure you guys are getting it however you can make sure to follow my man and just support another, not only a black man, but somebody who's chasing their dreams because it starts with support because support is free. So I don't want to hear no excuses because everybody's got Wi-Fi or cell phone service. But let's get back to this interview. All right, all right, all right. We are back. Say Loud Podcast. My man Dana is still hanging in there. He hasn't hung up on me yet. Shout out to AT&T. And who are, who, who, who's your server? AT&T. Okay, okay. We AT&T'd up there. We ain't even wasting no minutes. This is lit. <laughs> Uh, so get into this last part, uh, and then, you know what I'm saying? We gonna, we gonna get out of here, but let's talk about it real quick, man. So Dan and I met, what, like a year and a half ago now? Like yeah. right before Miami, right? Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, we had a uh, we had a heart to heart after Don Don uh, left us in Miami to fend for ourselves. Come on, man. We not, not saying no names. My man, Donovan McNabb. <laughs> <laughs> my man, my man, Donovan Mitchell left us in Miami by ourselves <laughs> to fend for ourselves. And, uh, you know, we just, we had a heart to heart and, you know, we was talking about life. And uh, one of the biggest things that still stuck with me is like you were talking about with the poetry and how much you enjoy to write was how much you read and, uh, you know, like a lot of the podcasts that you listen to. And actually, one of the, the biggest pieces of this podcast is when you put me on a knowledge for men. And that's one of the reasons why I started this actually fun fact. Um, but just going off of that, what's one book um, you think should be not mandatory, but every young man should read, um, you know, like either getting ready to graduate high school or going into college? Man, that is a hard question for me. Um, man. Or podcast. Yeah, we can do podcast. That's way easier. Okay. Because uh, I've read, like, just a lot of different books, so I can't really just tell you one. But uh, podcast, yeah. That Knowledge for Men, uh, I think his name is Andrew. I forgot Irvin. to. He- he lives out here in San Diego too, which is the yeah, crazy he's, thing. He's in San Diego, I will tell you that is like one of the one of the best podcasts behind Say Loud. Uh oh, <laughs> that is that is a great podcast though. Like just the the type of interviews, the people that he does interview on there, um, like it's just really inspirational. I, I promise he has an episode for like everybody on there. Like, that is very true. That's um that's a really good podcast and then for books, man. I think of a book. What's I one of the what's one of your favorite books you've read then? Mm. I feel like you have one on the plane too. I probably did. Uh either I gotta say the Alchemist or the or um, Great Books or um I got a couple books on off the top of my head. The power, the power of small. Ooh, um, that's by Linda Kaplan Thaler and Robin Caval. Um, that one really just talks about the this uh, like the impact of, on the small things that we do. Hmm. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some other books. I don't know, man. I got a I got a book collection, but that's I, a solid list. Yeah, I gave you a pretty decent amount. I got a few books I haven't read too, but um, those are the main some gems. Um, up from slavery too. Ooh, I said it. I wrote. I just read. Uh, I just finished Forty Million Dollar Slave. That was pretty good. Yeah, and Black the Privilege. Man, the up from slavery that really just really just shows you like perseverance determination man especially as a african-american man like that is a good book okay that's a good book i'll okay. take that all right next up uh switching it up just a little bit so for those who know dana in real life and follow him on instagram and all his other social networks my man just went out of the country for the first time uh you, you care to you know you care to share a little bit of that experience uh yeah just went to Thailand. Shout out to Nick. Went out to Thailand. Um, went to Phuket. Um, that was my first time out the country. Most amazing experience. Like that was like top. Like I can't even lie to you. That's in the top five. 
experiences in my life, and I can't even think of the other five. Like, that was, it was just, and it's probably because I'm still on a little, you know, I'm still on a little high from being over there. But hey, man, you got to live was, it up, bro. Keep growing. Oh, man. It was like, it was so, it was so different, especially like being a black man. You be, you grow up, um, like, man, I come from like a single parent home, like just, I don't know, man. We we didn't really get out that much. Like we could we could go places like within the states. Like most of the states I went to um, were like you know Florida. I went to Phoenix and Cali. Those were like the most uh, visited states. Other states, yeah, most visited states I went to. But um, you know, I've been other places, but just never out the country. Like we just never went out the country. Um, and by the time like it's it's my turn now. Like I can, I dictate my own future, my own life. And we went out the country, and it was really just, um, it was amazing. Like I can't even explain. Like I'm still taking it all in. Um, just like the experience as a as a black man over in another country is like way different. Like you see stuff like here. And I'm not, you know, I'm not taking nothing away from no other culture, but just like how they, um, how they like value black people. Like they really like, it's just a different feeling. I'm saying that's all I can explain to you. Uh, we were over there and how long were you there? Yeah, we were there for man from 10 days. Yeah, something like that. Well, 25th to the 3rd, so I don't know how long that was. Public math is stressful. Don't worry about it. Probably like seven, eight days, something like that. Okay. It's like a week or something, so it wasn't too bad. Um, Tried to learn the words, never could. (laughs) Um, Learned learned the money, though. Um, What was the currency? It's called BAT. B-A-H-T. Were you rich uh, over there? Man, it's like the ratio is like, I believe it's like 29 to 1 mm. American dollars. So, you, I mean, but like, uh, I don't know. You weren't, like I spent, I probably spent like, I spent less than like a thousand over there. Okay. Um, what was one of the funnest things you guys got to do while you were there? Yeah, so what we did... What did we do? Everything. Yeah, literally everything. Um, What did we do? We went to the elephant park. That was like fun as hell. First of all, I've never seen like a, are are those like wild animals? Are those uh, considered wild animals? So usually, and I mean, Nicolette will be able to to back this up hopefully for me, but usually like the sanctuary, what they do is um, they go and rescue like uh, circus elephants or elephants that were used for like hard labor. And they basically yeah. like rehab them with love and care and all that stuff. Yeah. So, so like I remember like the, the guy's name, uh, leader guy, or guide. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was like explaining to us about one of the elephants. Like, uh, she kept doing like a, like a circular motion with her trunk. And the reason she was doing that is because she was rescued from like a circus, right? But not all of the elephants are like that. She mm-hmm. was just kind of like still like in that, I guess that mode, that train mode. Yeah. The circus. So not all the elephants were doing that. Some of the elephants were older. Um, they would just tell us like where they were from. They told us the difference between like a African elephant and an Asian elephant. 
um, the African elephants have the like the tusk, like the long tusk, mm-hmm. and um, the Asian elephants really don't. I think that I think actually, hold on, their head sizes are different. That's what it is. Like, uh, like the the heads on the elephants are a lot different. Big old heads. Yeah. What uh? And then you guys, you I mean, you guys did a waterfall or two, didn't you too? Uh, so we went to. I'm trying to think back to the Instagram, and also, um, oh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll shout all of that out. Definitely, there's a vlog with all of this information. If you are ever interested in going um, to uh, Phuket, definitely check out the vlog. Uh, it's on Nicolette's page. Her, uh, you can find her on YouTube or Instagram. Uh, it's N-C-O-L-E-T-T-E, Monroe, no underscores, nothing, everything else together. Um, definitely look that up on YouTube or Instagram. Uh, it'll take you directly to the vlog to show you everything we did. We went to a food market, like the um, night market. Um, that was live. Like, it was a lot of people there. I really it didn't lit. expect it to be, like, so crazy. Like, it was really a lot of people there. You know, did you guys uh, go to the ping pong show? No, we did not. Oh, y'all missed out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they had a lot of interesting stuff, um, especially food. We tried like a lot of different stuff. Um, How was the McDonald's? Mm, interesting. The, the the McDonald's man, they got chicken over there. They got chicken. They got a lot of stuff like that was questionable though. They had like the. Um, their pies are like really different. Like they had a corn pie, which was like, I think it was like corn. Like it was almost like corn pudding or something. Like it was something sweet in the middle with corn. Mm. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know. There was a milk, a milk cake too. I think from the vlog, I was a little skeptical about that mm. in the, in the grocery store. Uh, I don't remember that part. Some type of cupcake or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. What I had in my hand, I actually ate that. It was a, it was a, uh, no, what you're talking about is like the pork filled. There you like go. Pork filled muffin or something. There you go. Oh, that's nasty. I like pork too, and that pissed me that, off. That, that's disgusting as hell. Honestly, like no. Um, the only thing I tried. The store was like pretty, pretty good. Like um, it's, it's the same as here. The store we were in was the Seven Eleven, and obviously they have the juice, the refreshments, and then they had their own like native snacks or whatever mm-hmm. a lot of noodles a lot of uh they had like a lot of cupcakes and sweets too i will say they don't use a lot of sugar over there like uh it's, everything is not as sugary as it is um in america like mm. which is really interesting um the fruit was like amazing like i was eating fruit like non-stop like pineapples like it was so good um it, it had like a different taste it just tasted really fresh um what else did we try we tried coke they had like coconut ice cream when we went to the big buddha they had coconut ice cream and they serve it in like a like a hot dog bun which was weird <laughs> but i mean it, it didn't taste bad like it was okay um the ice cream just definitely did not give me a good feeling though what was the uh something else in the food market you guys it was like chicken on a stick or something like that Oh, that was, uh, I believe that was chicken, yeah. 
that was Nick. She was eating that. I had passion fruit. Juice. There you go. You had a uh, Wawa. Wawa, I had that too. That was a. Uh, that was actually. Yeah, that was the same night. Um, I had Wawa, and I have no idea what that is. Like it, it was kind of like it had to be in the apple family or something, because um, it tasted a lot like a green apple, but it was really dry. Like it, it had almost like a pear texture. Okay. Like it, but it looked like an apple. And they said it's a Wawa, and boom, it was good. That's dope, tastes man. Better, tastes so, better cold, but it was <laughs> really good. So after all that, after all that, you know what I'm saying, you did your the first trip out of the country and all that stuff, uh, you know, where to next? Mm. Now that you've done, now that you've done uh, Southeast Asia. Good question. I'm going to put it in the universe again. Uh, we got to go to the motherland. We gotta, there you go. No other place to, there's no other place to go. Actually, um, I'll share this with the podcast. I actually met um, an African man. or He was actually Indian, but he lived in South Africa. His mm-hmm. name was Nazi. And I met him actually on uh, on like our cruise on the boat. And he was just talking to me just about the culture in South Africa and how it is, um, you know, highly populated with Indian people in South Africa. Okay. So it's like, that's... Uh, that was like interesting to hear him actually say that and just hear about another part of the world. He actually came up to me first and asked me where I was from. A lot of people were asking us, where are you from? Like Africa, like where are you, are, are you from South Africa? Like, where are you from? And they were asking us that because in Phuket, apparently they don't see a lot of like African-American people. No, sir. Um, we saw a lot of, we saw a lot of people from like Russia or like, uh, the Ukraine area or like uh, where else where people come from uh, they will obviously come from other parts of Asia we saw black people too um, but mm, probably I can only remember like one American black couple we saw like over there or like people we were that were over there that's dope man I'm glad you were able to experience that man foreign travel is always beautiful especially uh, when you do it with somebody that you care about so you got to do one and or double down, I should say, not one and one, but that's dope, man. You know, and I'm definitely gonna speak into existence. Y'all get to go to the motherland. There's no place uh, like home. That's how you said it was written. There's no place like home. And then uh yeah, you know, so just finishing it up. We got two more questions and I'm up out of here with you, man. So uh, you know, one of my favorite questions to ask towards the end of the podcast is uh something about what you would say to your past you. However, I like to switch it up on people a little bit. So, um, college graduation comes and you get a letter in the mail from Dana now writing back to college Dana, um, explaining the next chapter of his life. What would you have wrote to yourself for you to understand now? Uh, life is a marathon, not a race. Um, pursue like your passion like really um look inside of yourself and find what you are passionate about um once you follow once you truly follow your passion like everything else opens up to you like the universe opens to you Hmm. you know god is watching you like um a lot of people and 
I've done this. Everybody's done this. A lot of people, your, your parents tell you what's right, right? They tell you what's right from their experience in life because they love you. They want you to do what's right. At the end of the day, you have to be yourself. You have to really dig deep within yourself and find your passion. Um, and that's what I would tell myself is to really soul search. That's all it is. Like That's what we're all here to do. Nobody was born here to be the exact same as the person before you or, um, you know, just friends, peers, people around you. Everybody has something that they're good at, that they're passionate about. And one other thing I would tell myself is um, to stay in your lane. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people get confused or are really um, just fascinated with what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. And they're not really focused on themselves, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's a that was like that. Anybody has gone through that. Like, I, I found myself doing that. Like, you you try to look at what's on somebody else's plate, and then you distract it right there. But once you really tune into yourself, invest in yourself, really find what you're passionate about, then everything opens up for you, and everything will open up for you. You just gotta believe it. Gotta be confident. Um, and just know that everything is working out in your favor. My man Dana, man. Free gems right here on Say Loud Podcast. We are towards the end of it now, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, once again, thank you so much for coming on, man. 25th hour, like he said, drops May 18th, 2018. Before I kick you off this episode, can I go ahead and just get you to just say it loud real quick, man. Just show love, anything you want to plug and then we're going to kick it out of here, man. Absolutely. So on social media, you can find me on IG. My name is a little different. It's Dana.Dane, D-A-A-N-E. You can find me on there. You can also find me on SoundCloud. Uh, it's D.W-A-F-F, two Fs like Frank. That's my last name. You can find me on there. Project will be on there uh, Friday, May 18th. Definitely go check that out. Um, I will also say shout out to my guy, Boogie the Beast, the man, the myth for having me on here, me to express myself to people, um, to share share my wealth, my knowledge with people. Um, I thank you, man. That's all I can say. Thank you for the opportunity. Many more to come. It's all about growth. Uh, and that's really it. That's love, man. That's love. Hey, man, definitely, like I said, appreciate you tuning in, locking in with me on a late night little phone call. Uh, Once again, this is Say Loud Podcast, available on all surfaces and platforms. Appreciate you so much for having me once again for this episode. Appreciate y'all for listening. Until next time, stay black. I love y'all and stay woke.